Hi, I'm Alexis Boundis. I'm 22, based out of Austin, Texas, and this is Financial Audit. What do you do for a living in Austin or school or what right now? Um, I'm a full-time student. I also work part-time in the ER and also part-time as a model and content creator. Oh, really? Okay. So student and then working in the ER, so I'm guessing you're studying something in the medical field? Yes, I'm neuroscience pre-med. Pre-med? Last year? Uh, Yes, my last year. Last year. So fourth year, I'm assuming? Fifth yes. year? Okay, cool. Pre-med, so we're going to be a doctor. Yes. Is the plan. Uh, it's an expensive path. Yes. But also potential lucrative path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A long path, for sure. Yeah. A long path to also get to 100,000 subscribers, so please consider subscribing. We're trying to get there, and everyone's been awesome so far at subscribing, so thank you. And then you make content on the side? Yes. Well, okay, you said content creator and model. What is this content you've created? So I've been a professionally signed model since I was two. So I've done everything okay. from like American Girl Doll, Target, Walmart, what? Nordstrom, all, right. cool. all of those, Kohl's, Kmart. Um, and then when I went to college, I kind of took a break because mm. I wanted to make sure I was going to be able to have time and like focus on my studies. And then last year, again, I signed with another agency in Austin to get back into it. And the two years that I missed were obviously COVID years. Mm -hmm. And during COVID, everything modeling related and commercial based in the industry turned into social media content. Yeah. And like filming things in your house and UGC creation. So I started doing content creation as like, a different way to do modeling because that's like how the industry has moved. Like, are we talking like Instagram? We're we talking like, are we talking like, like Instagram and TikTok? <laughs> YouTube at all? Oh, TikTok. Um, okay. I've gotten a couple requests to do YouTube, but I feel like that can get really hard, and I don't know if I have time for that. Um, what do you mean really hard? Just time consuming. Yeah, time consuming editing. If you're gonna do stuff. it right, if you're gonna get into it to do it right it's like yeah. all encompassing time consuming absolutely so does that generate any money tiktok instagram yeah what do you bring it in um it just kind of depends on like which months i'm engaging more or like looking for jobs more so what are the jobs um so like i've done walmart walmart pays me fifteen hundred dollars a post um really yes i make Come on, Walmart. <laughs> I make 15% of all like Lululemon orders that are placed through my link because I like Lululemon. So I obviously I wanted to work with them. Was this on Instagram or TikTok? Um, it's like both. It's wherever I decide to post content type thing. Uh, I just like reach out to the brands and I'm like, hey, like I'm really interested in working with you. And then obviously like some brands are like, I will pay you like $100. So I've made anywhere from like, $100 a post to like $1,500 a post. Mm, okay. So it just kind of depends on like which brands I'm reaching out to in which months. All right. One second. I'm going to turn off the air conditioning because it could be picked up. Usually it doesn't turn on anymore because it's been colder, but I think it's because it's hot. Mm, okay. Okay. And I know we were talking on Instagram. We'll put your Instagram on screen now and her stuff is linked in. Okay. So, all right. 11.6 thousand followers. What do you think makes the most money? The Instagram or TikTok? I would say TikTok. Uh, Instagram can be pretty iffy. It's pretty like 
it, it okay. fluctuates a lot. Yeah, I'm scrolling through and I wouldn't notice any of them being sponsors. Oh, well, here's like a facial thing. Bubbles, gifted. A lot of my like Instagram stuff is mostly gifted stuff. Oh, um, use my promo code. Promo code. Yeah, I. A lot of Instagram is the way they their algorithm works is very it differs day by day and so tiktok is like the most consistent um shop my closet so that's like affiliate stuff and then you have affiliate so my leads. closet i have a poshmark account because i have a spending issue and i used to originally just like donate clothes to goodwill and salvation army and my boyfriend was like you shop so much you should start selling them okay and i was like that's like a lot of work and he was like you take a picture of the item and you post it online yeah and that's it and i was like okay fine like sure and so he was like i don't understand like what the big deal is like it's not that time consuming and you're making extra money do you that make you money then yeah a good amount yeah i think I've that's made- more just making your money back though you're not yeah. making a profit really right, right. okay um I've probably made like $2,000 from it. And then I see Lululemon is just connected there. So is that yes. so your link? It's my specific link. So if you shop using that link, then I make 15% commission off of it. Ooh, not bad. Mm-hmm. Third Love, what's that? Third Love was a paid collab I did. It's a technically lingerie company, but they do like everyday lingerie. So it's not like actual lingerie. Um, then I see your TikTok 18.6 thousand followers. So I'm yes. really confused because I have over a hundred thousand dollars. Where's my $1,500 brands? <laughs> what is this? Um, yeah, a lot of it is reaching out to brands and offering you reach to, out to yes. them. Yes. Um, Walmart reached out to me through an app called LTK, which is like to know it, which a lot of people have been using to like link their clothes. So like mm. you a lot of fashion influencers use it, so they post their pictures, and they'll list all of the items they're wearing in that picture, yeah. and then if people buy through those, like, that platform, then you make percentage off of it. Okay. And then you do that side hustle, well, not side hustle, but side work at the emergency room. Yes. What are you bringing in doing that? Um, that's, I think it's 16 an hour. It is 16 an hour. I know that. Um, I am PRN, so it's kind of whenever I want to work Mm. type thing. Um, I try to work at least two days every week. Um, Well, how many hours in those shifts? 12-hour shifts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But sometimes, like, if I have an exam, I won't work a week. Or, like, if I want to go on vacation, then I will take that week off. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of depends. Okay. Now, I want to get an average an okay. average of what you're bringing in on a monthly basis, what do you think? On a monthly basis? Monthly basis. I would say maybe like seven, 7,500. That's a lot for a college student. Yeah. Where, where do you think that is the majority of that is coming from? I think most of it's coming from the ER. ER. Yes, because I really like working there, so I, like I try to work as much as possible. Are you a contract position or are you W two'd? I think I'm W two'd. So you're getting taxes taken out yeah. beforehand. Okay, good. Then that seventy five hundred is extra good. The when you get these brand deals, thousand mm-hmm. five hundred, boom, you're saving some money on the side for taxes. Um, yes. 
Because a lot of that is paid through like PayPal or Venmo. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then as long as you're putting money aside though. Yeah. Like, okay. 20 to 30%. I will say I'm, I really, I'm really proud to say I have no debt. That's my biggest claim to fame. Okay. Well, I saw some things and... Mm, okay, so... I saw interest charges. Mm, I know that because, so, this past month has been really bad. Actually, these past two months have been really bad um, because of the holidays. So, I've been, like, overspending and then... Well, not overspending, but... So, my checking account is the only account that will I use to pay my credit cards. Yeah, your checking account is... Yeah. <laughs> And then some of them, I have like another account that has like all of my modeling money from when I was a kid mm. that I will like put money into mm. that account. Don't like that. I don't like supplementing. So that money I save for rent, tuition, and then like extra expenditures. And technically I like tell myself I'm going to put in like $2,000. But you're making 7500 bucks a month. Most of that post taxes. Yes. What's your rent? Um, 1500 a month. Okay. It's not, I mean, you know, whatever. Austin, Austin is Austin. Are you cash flowing undergrad? I don't know what that means. Are you paying for undergrad? Oh, no, my dad your, is. Your dad, fully covered. Oh, okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly better than debt, and that, that's really cool. That's really cool. But obviously, going to medical school, we will talk about that in yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Because not cheap. So no debt except for when you have debt sometimes. Credit card debt, which accrues interest, which completely negates all the benefits that you're getting from it. No, but now I'm I'm actually credit for debt free now. Good. Like I paid it off. Good. Okay, then it just happened. But yeah. in your checking account, even if we're debt free and everything, everything's going well, seventy one bucks was your closing balance at the time of this. That's terrifying when automatic payments hit. And also, what is the $7,500 coming in? $2,100 came in to this checking account. $2,154 out. Yeah. Are you sure you have a good grasp? Do you have a good grasp on your financial situation in general? Yes. You do? Yes. I just know that I spend way too much. Okay. Well, it was only 54 bucks more. Well, obviously, we want to spend less than we bring in, but I'm confused. $7,500 comes in. $4,100 came in. Well, some of it goes into, like, it goes into different accounts. Okay, different accounts that I don't have, then. Um, I think you should have access. No, actually, there's one that you don't, I didn't send you, because I don't have access to the statements. Because hmm. that's my modeling one from that's when your I was modeling. two. Tell me what's in there. I have no idea what's in there. Give me an estimate. Best uh, guess. How do you not know? If I you use it to supplement, how do you When I went into college, it was around $75,000, um, Then I paid for my first year of college, which was around 15000 So probably, I probably have around 50000 in there. What is that in? Just a checking account? Um, it's in a savings account. Do you know what kind of savings account? I have no idea. My parents set it up because I was two. And that's fair. I mean, you should take it over now. Yeah. Well, I like considered it, but then I was like, actually, I don't want to have access to that much money because I know I have a spending problem and Mm. I know I like shopping. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want like constant access to that. Like I don't want to be able to see it. That's a mature choice. At some point you will just need to get that discipline. Yeah. Like I know that. 
like, so next year I'm taking a gap year and I'm going back home. <laughs> so like next year and then moving forward to medical school. Cause like I'm saving that money for, for medical school as well. And so, where is home? Um, it's now in the woodlands. Okay. So I'm going back home. So you can still work at a medical institution. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. going to work in an ER in, Perfect. I think it's in spring. I think it's called. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to work the in the Houston area. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So you think there's fifty thousand dollars in there? My main concern, if it's just in the normal savings account that Americans put their money in, it's getting like point zero one percent. Yeah, I want to make sure it's getting three four percent with where interest is right now. Yeah, I think I know I have ten thousand in a Charles Schwab account. You do. Okay. Yes. I would have rather, since this was saving up from two, I wish, I mean, if you were saving up since you were two and you're 25 now, or 22 now, I wish that was just like in the S&P 500. Yeah. You should tell that to my dad. Yeah. I mean, it's down for this year, obviously. Uh, well, last year, going into this year, but I mean, since you were two, yeah, there's definitely some lost money there for sure. My dad's an attorney. He's not good with finances. Well, I'm glad they're in of it it's time for you to just have control of this yeah and just be disciplined with your own money yeah i'm really impulsive though so that's my issue that's my biggest issue okay well we'll definitely talk about that yeah you're making credit card payments in here and stuff like that uh 35 overdraft fee we're not in debt but we're overdrafting on our checking account <laughs> yeah that's the only why th that's the only time i've ever paid it no it's not like these two months are the only time I've paid it. Oh, these two months. Okay, so actually, I think three months. What are you? Okay, so we're talking a quarter of a year. Well, because because you've paid a total year to date seventy dollars, so you've had multiple overdraft fees. So that's the problem. Is I like spending money. Yeah. So that's why I don't want access to the other account. If you know self-diagnosed, you have a problem spending money. Mm-hmm. Why do you still allow yourself to continue spending money uncontrolled? If this is self-diagnosed, why are you like, okay, but I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to continue doing it. I've like tried really hard to do things about it. What have you tried? I've tried a lot. I've tried like making sure that like I have to text at least like two other people <laughs> to see, like make sure if I actually need it. That's like stupid. <laughs> I really want something. No, that doesn't make sense. Don't do that. Well, because if I really want something, like I'm like, oh, I'll wear it for this. Also- a big thing is for modeling, I need a bunch of outfits for photo shoots and things like that. So then I'll go buy things for photo shoots and I'll wear If they're photo once. shoots that you're getting paid for, why are they not covering that? So um, are you losing more money than you're getting paid? No. For these? No, no, no. Because okay. like I'm talking photo shoots that I do with like freelance photographers in Austin. Are you getting paid for them? No. A lot of them are just like we decide to collab. So you're just losing money. What's the benefit of this? They're fun. Okay, so there's no real benefit to this. Except that they're fun and they're passionate. Like, modeling is my creative outlet because everything else I do is academic. Mm -hmm. So I really like doing that. There's, like, a lot of fun things we can do that don't yeah, just completely overdraft. But I also really like shopping. So, like, okay. I don't have to buy outfits for these photo shoots. I just choose to. Yeah. Again, self-diagnosed. So why have you not stopped? Because... The I mean, it's objectively bad. The numbers are showing it's bad. Yeah, I know. I just like, I don't know. I can't. So. Well, we'll talk about some methods to do that because you obviously have to. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be the classic broke doctor at this rate. So my 
I was like, I'm going to come on here and I'm going to get obliterated by him. And then that'll be like me being like, oh, like I'm getting yelled at. I should light a fire under your butt. Okay. And then you're zelling out way too much money quite a few times and we're drawing money from an ATM. So we don't know where that's going. What's this reoccurring payment? Magic list members, $49 a month. Magic. See, you don't even know that. It's 50 bucks being taken away. Almost as much money as you have in your checking account. Mem- men, uh, magic list members. Lux D, California. Recurrent payment. Oh, that's forty nine dollars. That was a influencer boot camp that you financed. Well, no, no, no. Like it's reoccurring. Like I bought an influence. No, no, no. It's not reoccurring anymore. So I there's an influencer based out of California who has this like influencer boot camp, oh, how to set things geez. up, things like that. So I did it to like see how things were. And then she was like, actually, I wouldn't recommend this one for you. I would recommend this one for you. So then like the, it's not reoccurring anymore. Cause I just bought a separate. How much thing. was this? Oh yes. Yes. Never mind. You don't have to tell me. Cause I saw that in your credit cards. <laughs> so why, 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 why are you necessarily doing this? Because you, have made more money modeling and stuff since you were five than anyone that's wanted to be a model or actor on the show in their lives. So why do you need this extra help? I mean, I'm good with extra help and education. Okay. Okay. You don't, but we're dropping all this money. So what? It's fun. This fun, this fun thing. It's bad. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Okay. I'm not going to like where this conversation's going and we're making just more credit card payments again. And again, $70 of overdraft fees for last year. Not a good sign going forward. Prime account. Oh, I don't have credit card debt. Yeah, but $17.47 of interest in that last statement. And the statement previous that you sent me, you sent me two months was over $20. So you were holding balances. Yeah. I guess you don't have debt at this very moment and we can celebrate that. I, but it is not looking good going forward if you just got into it. Well, no, like normally I don't have it. It's just because of the holidays I was spending more money than normal because of Black Friday. And and that's when you budget. That's when you don't. Yeah. Why do you allow yourself to do that again? Because it's fun? Yeah. I mean, it's just not a good outlook. I don't want to bully you too hard, but if that's something that just happened, it does not give me any hope for the future. I also didn't have a credit card until June. So it's like my first year with a credit card. So I was like not going well. And I'm still very confused on this 4,000 that came in versus the 7,500. You're saying the rest is going to modeling accounts. Yeah. So approximately 2,000, 2,500 you're making a month modeling. Um, well I, I have it split 50, 50, does any of the ER go in there um, to the modeling account? No. Okay, so the rest is modeling then. Yes. So about 4500 or sorry, 2500 is going in there? You're making that consistently on a monthly basis? Definitely not consistently, no. Okay. It just depends. So again, interest charges on here, and we're not even using all this Amazon stuff. We have Victory Medical. I don't know what that is, 60 bucks. It could be that's important. My, that's my... Um, What's primary care physician? Okay, that's fine. Absolutely fine. You have your parents' health insurance, I assume, 22. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Soul Sister, Happy Soul Sister, Jonah Brown, Ink World, Sephora, Skims, so, The Ranch. And we're dropping hundreds of dollars yeah, at this Yeah, Happy prep. Soul Sisters is a uh, small business based out of Georgia. And I'm friends with them. And... 
Good for them. You have $47 yeah. in your checking account. Yeah. Congratulations, small business. I love small business. Good. Cool. $47 in your checking account. Doesn't make sense. Well, I ha- currently I have 5700 in your checking account. Yes. Good. So you've recovered. Yes. By the end of the month, is that going to be drained back down though? No. Why do you say that when it already was at the end of last month? Well, because I made a deal with a couple of my friends that we're not allowed to spend over $1,000 a month. Okay. It might be an interesting way to look at, but we'll talk about better ways in the end. I'm and then lots really of Amazon purchases. Purge- yeah. Because I, I, I buy all my groceries on Amazon. Oh, like Amazon Fresh? Amazon Fresh okay. and everything like that. Then you have a city card. There was no interest on here, but 2,979 previous balance, new purchases of 1,621. It's a lot of money for a college student. Yeah. You say you're bringing money in, but it's not as consistent on the other, on the modeling side. So I don't know, but we have the happy soul system. We're back to that. We're back to Sephora and uh, more victory medical. We're putting them on both cards and we're having Uber trips and something else I'm about to bring up. Happy soul sister, Lulu and Lulu. They're supposed to be paying you money through the thing, but you're just dropping hundreds Christmas of dollars. Christmas presents. There. Okay. And then blue check. What is that? I'm assuming that's some BS influencer thing. 148. I don't know what that is. Okay. Blue check. You dropped $148 there. I don't know what that is. Dude, for someone with the money you don't have, I would want to know where $148 is going. Yeah. And then $399 to Influencer Accelerator in Santa Monica, California. That's the new one, huh? Yep. That's the one that was a subscription, and then I switched over to the other one. So what is this other one? And how much does it cost? It's the $400, like the $399.99. And it's like an eight-week program on like, and it sends like brand emails and like things like that. But you don't need this, right? No, I just do it for fun. I wouldn't. Just don't. Refund it. Get a refund. Stop. The main reason is because we have stupid expensive medical school coming up. Yeah. And the way you spend and manage your money, you are going to be the classic broke doctor. Well, like I was planning on fixing it. Just like. That's not how that works. Yeah, I know. You don't just future plan to. I plan to maybe sometime do this. No, you have to do it. Yeah. What kind of doctor are you going to be? Uh, orthopedic surgeon. Well, it started as pediatric neurosurgeon, and now it's changed to orthopedic surgeon. Okay, so you're going to be making a lot of money. Yeah. What's the average? I have no idea. I've never looked into that. Say it again? Orthopedic surgeon? Yeah. Uh, you're probably going to be making like three hundred, four hundred thousand $400,000 a year. Oh, well, orthopedic salary range is from... Well, I guess it, dep- it depends on the website. Maybe even 500 I think it just depends on like where you are, like which hospital. It's going to be good money. You could be making up to like a half a million dollars a year, if not even more, which is good. But this medical school debt that you're going to be taking on here very soon, I assume, right? Um, no, I will like, I won't be going to medical school debt. I won't have medical Why? school debt. Um, my dad and I made a deal that if I paid for my first year of college because I was out of state student because I'm from Chicago originally. So I paid for my first year of UT and then I got in-state tuition and my dad's paid for the rest of it. And so now the rest of my modeling account is going to go into my medical Okay, well, that's $50,000. But he's also taking the rest of it. 
What does he do? That's a lot of money. That's he's an attorney. A few hundred thousand. So he he's a he has successful. His own, he is on the law firm. Yeah. So a very successful yeah. attorney. Okay, that's incredible. So that is a very different situation than I thought we were going to walk into. No, no, no. I like we had made this deal like a long time ago. He was like, "I'll pay for one or the other," and I was like, "How about this?" Hmm. Because I knew that like UT out of state is a lot more expensive than in state. Okay, very cool. And then how are you going to be sustaining yourself throughout medical school? Um, That's where I wish that $50,000 was going. Um, is hopefully, well, I have my boyfriend, and he's a chemical engineer. Can't rely on that. Um, Not married. I know that. Um, also, modeling. Um, You're going to have time in medical school? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a lot of people that do it, like, a lot of people like that's what everyone says when I tell them I'm gonna do modeling and I'm gonna do medical school and they're like you sure you're gonna have time for that and I'm like yeah I know a lot of people who do it and everyone said the same thing as long as you tell your agent what you have going on yeah. like you just talk to your agent I mean if you're working your butt off you can do anything so. right and like I have no problem working I like working good so I don't have an issue with that um that and then also you're usually working in the hospital Right, right. Well, and then residency, but I mean, residency doesn't pay great. Right. Yeah. Okay, so graduating this year, then a leap year, and then it's going to be, what is it, like five, six years? Four years medical school, and then another four years of residency. Oh, so eight years. Okay, well, and then you'll be making that good monies. The way you live your life is in a way where you could be bringing in $400,000 a year right after you graduate. Yeah. And $400,000 a year will be gone. Yeah. That's scary. That's not good. No. So are you ready to correct the root cause when it comes to all that? Because that's the, that's the glaring red flag in this conversation. Right. That's why I was like, yeah, I just need someone to like yell at me mm-hmm. to be like, you need to stop this. Well, that'll work for maybe a month, but then it just comes down to discipline. Yeah. The way that I think works for you to train the muscle of budgeting, this doesn't, I don't think this works as well for our generation because for us, it's our money is what it says on our accounts, on the apps, on our phones, and stuff like that. So cash does not work for me. That being said, I think something you might consider is the envelope system, which was invented and they're talked about in the early 1900s. I think like my biggest thing is I need to like handwrite things. Cause I've tried like the finance budgeter, like on Excel sheets. Exactly. And, like, well, that's why I think the cash is going right. to work for you. The envelope system. So my only problem with that is like, you know, the envelope system. Yeah. Where you like save certain things for, but like I don't get cash. Okay, well, I, that's why I think it's something worth experimenting with. Because, again, you have access to all... When, when, I, when I spend a dollar, I don't feel it. But if I see something tick down on my account balance, like on my phone, then I'm like, terrified. But if we get you to a situation where, obviously, you leave some buffer in your checking account, right. have rent automatically taken there, but the money that we do for rent that... Or, I'm sorry, the money that... We are using for food, for any clothing, any gas, any going out, anything like that. Because you don't have a crazy amount of debt, so we don't have to freak out and like pay off a bunch of stuff. Because we just need to right. make sure you're not going into debt. Right, right, right. You take 
that allocated amount of money that fits within a budget that you create, put those into envelopes and you write on there, groceries. All the grocery money that you spend comes from that envelope that month. But like if I all of a sudden Amazon that's gone. Fresh, so like how am I supposed to pay cash for gro- groceries? What do you mean? I do Amazon Fresh for my all my groceries. Well, to better budget yourself, we're going to go to a grocery store. I don't have a car. Oh, you don't have a car. I Uber. Where do you live? West Campus. Okay, well, you can walk to a grocery store. Target's right there. That Target marks up their prices because it's on campus. Dude, you got to figure out a better way to budget. We can't just be making excuses. I know in that area well, you can walk or even take a bus to a grocery store. Yeah. I've gone with my friend a couple times. Mm-hmm. We can find a million reasons not to do something, but, but this is a potential solution. But it's also cheaper to get groceries on Amazon Fresh than it is at EGB. I just am concerned that you continue to use Amazon Fresh. You're just clicking the button. You're just clicking the button. You're just clicking the button. We're not budgeting. You've even said just a couple minutes ago, you've done the whole Excel speech thing. You've done the whole budgeting app yeah. thing, and it doesn't work for you. So this is a solution. You can find a million reasons not to. This is something worth trying. That's fair. So you only spend in those categories what is written on there. And if all of a sudden you look in there and there's only a dollar left, you only have a dollar left for that category. You do not cross envelopes. You don't pull from your checking account. That is how to at least build that bone or that muscle. Once you have it after hopefully just a couple or a few months, then sure, we can trans- transition to having the budget be any budgeting mobile app of your choice or an Excel spreadsheet, and you only spend what's in that category. What I fear for you is that just that does not exist yet. That mindset does not exist, and it's been proven here. You've self-admitted that. No, it's 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 tried. It's I like tried it and it just doesn't work. That's why the envelope system I think works for you specifically because it'll help build that muscle memory in your brain. That's fair. I just like I don't know, I like don't have cash for anything. Like I don't receive you'll cash. You'll be taking from the ATM. What? You'll be going to the bank, taking out monies. But like that see, like my problem with going to the ATM is like I'm Wells Fargo. There's no Wells Fargo ATM, so then I have to pay like a three percent like withdrawal fee. There's not a Wells Fargo even ATM on campus. They closed it down. Maybe we switch banks. That's no one likes Wells Fargo anyway. But that's like a lot of work. No, that's not. It's incredibly easy. What are you talking about? You know how easy it is to open a bank account? Yeah, but then you have to like switch everything over. And oh, we're finding a billion <laughs> reasons not to again. What do you want to do? Do you want to be in a place where when you're making $400,000 a year, all of it's gone? No. Because that's what it's going to be like unless you create some discipline. Well, like I don't think I would be that bad. What do I- you mean? There's no example of you not being that bad. I think, like, for me, like, my mindset is... This Broken. Is, well, this is the first year that I've, like, actually, like, made money myself. Like, that I can see money coming in. And it's all gone. Yeah, so I think I just need to learn, like, where to draw the line because... And I'm, how do you learn that? Maybe through something called an envelope system. Yeah. But, like, ha- like tangible cash, like, I don't, I don't think that would do it for me. Well, at least try it. If it doesn't, then you can find something else that works. But what you've already self-admitted is you've tried the budgeting apps. You've tried Excel sheet. So we go to the next best thing. Well, so I got this like financial planner that like I have to handwrite things because like I think that's my issue is like I need to like physically see it. 
because like if I'm just typing it, then it's just like a number on a computer. So I think I have to like. So what are you doing on this planner? Are you just writing down what you're spending, or and tracking it that way, or are you setting what you're allowed to spend on specific categories? Both. Okay, and then it's clearly not working because we have the example now. I just started it. Like, I just got the planner yesterday. Okay. Oh, okay. That's like where like the thousand dollars is coming in with me and my friends is like we have a thousand dollars a month. Do you have it with you? Um, I don't. That's okay. Then tell me your categories. Tell me your categories and the the amount you're allowed to spend on those categories. Do we have food? Which is groceries. Yeah. Or going out to eat. Both. Nope. Well, so my. Those are separate. Nope. How are they separate? What do you mean? You need to because well, groceries and going out to eat are separate. Well, going out to eat is such more expensive that you could completely throw the category well, on just a meal. I have like a meal plan. What's your meal plan? Factor. Okay. So well, I, that's not going out to eat though. Right. I put that, but I'm saying if you're going to like, if you go to a random restaurant and drop like a hundred bucks, we do not include that in the same categories. But I don't groceries. really do that. Like I don't go out to eat. Like if I do, it's to a coffee restaurant. Still, they are separate categories. Okay. How much is in this food category? Um, four fifty. Okay, that's not crazy. Okay, four hundred fifty dollars. Continue. I have fifty dollars for Uber. All right. Um, I have two fifty for like medical miscellaneous, and then two fifty for like clothing and like wants. Two hundred fifty on medical is that common? On a monthly basis? No. I just, like, have it just in case. It's, like, not only medical. It's, like, miscellaneous. Like, if I need, like, if I went to a doctor because, like, I got sick and, like, I needed to go get a prescription or something like that. How common is that? Well, like, I usually spend about $60 prescription a month. So. Then I would just do that. Is well, because also, doing like, here? January, like, I haven't gone to the doctor in a really long time. So like I just like scheduled all of my appointments. Mm. So like that 250 is like that as well. Okay. On a monthly basis for our monthly budget, we put what's ongoing for our base budget. What's ongoing. Now, when we're coming up to the next month, if we know there's going to be a doctor appointment, we put that into the budget and we see what has to be moved around in order to incorporate that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't think it's 250 every month. No. We say whatever it was for subscriptions or prescriptions. And then if we know a doctor appointment is coming up, which right. if this month it is, then you just, you I know, I have like you put four doctor's out. appointments. This okay, perfect. And so the 250 makes sense. Rent again, 1,500. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other categories? No. So that's $2,500 a month. Mm-hmm. If you can stick to it, that's great. That's the goal. Because it's like half your money. Right. I'm okay with you spending $250 on wants in this, in this case. I mean, that's, that's okay. Do you, now the question becomes, when there's an outfit that you want, I mean, you were dropping hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars in the one month that we looked. What happens? $250 and you see a $300 dress that you want. What happens? Well, so like if I don't spend it one month, then like it rolls over to the next month. So like if I don't spend the 250 Okay. Like okay. Month, then, well, like the next month, I'll have like. Five. Sure, you can you can make that work. But what I'm saying is, in the month, you have two hundred fifty dollars. There's a three hundred dollar dress. What do you do? Oh, well, I wouldn't buy a three hundred dollar dress. Three hundred dollar, whatever, it doesn't matter. Three hundred dollar want. What um, do you do? Then I would buy it and just give myself a two hundred dollar. No. Next month. No. Absolutely not. 
No, you don't loan yourself money from the next month. That doesn't make sense. I guess. You can save up and get it done next month. Or you can cut 50 from your food if you really want to. You can move things around in a budget. I don't know if that's going to be productive for you. That's usually for more disciplined people because it starts giving you excuses to do things. That's fair, yeah. But no, you absolutely do not just, okay, now I just have 200 next month. That becomes so dangerous. Yeah. That is so dangerous, especially in your situation of spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. No, in this budget that you're creating, if something is over 250 or multiple items equal over 250, you don't do it that month. Okay. You set some of it for next month. I'm okay with $250 on wants in a monthly basis. Just don't go above that. If that's what you, if this, if these are the categories that you set and you just disregard them in the, right. what they're there for, then there's no point. The budget's right. broken. Yeah, which is the problem with, with when I did like the expulsive spreadsheet. Yeah. So try this. Let's see if it works. You know, we'll see in a few months. And then again, my concern is once you start making a lot more money in quite a few years, in almost like a decade, you're going to just lifestyle inflate yourself like crazy. You're just going to be spending. You're just spending is going to increase to where that money is. I think also problem like my problem is I get bored a lot. And when I go bored, I go online shopping. Mm-hmm. So like when I am a doctor and I'm in medical school, I won't be as bored as much because I'll be so busy. Cause like, I hope so. What but. I've noticed is like my spending gets really bad when I'm bored. Yeah. We definitely need to find different outlets. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something you're just going to have to work on Yeah, yourself. Finding different outlets. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think you're going to lifestyle inflate yourself. You said you have $10,000 in a something account. What's that in? What is that invested in? Where's that money from? Um, it's Charles Schwab. It was from my, my dad was putting it in there when I was, like, from my modeling account. Do you know what it's invested in? No idea. Okay. He gave it to a financial advisor and said, here you go. So this money that you're saving up over the next year that you're taking a gap year, is that money paying for colleges or, or grad school or, sorry, for medical school or is it just are you saving it up so you can use it throughout medical school to sustain yourself like for rent and for things like that? okay cool i would try to put your best projections for do you are you accepted into a medical school uh no because i'm doing a gap year so i haven't even applied yet right okay because we'll want to know the area and everything and then you'll want to make projections because i would like to start getting your investing muscle building as well if we can start putting money i would get that charles schwab it's probably in your name i mean i don't know Try to get control of that. Meet with a financial advisor who will help you get into good investing accounts. Probably something like a uh, index target retirement fund, something like a 2060 retirement fund, 2070. Essentially, it starts more aggressive. It's it's controlled like through Fidelity or Schwab or something like that. It starts more aggressive and it levels out to more conservative as you get closer to retirement. And then all that you have to think about is just putting in the money. Okay. But you'll sit down with the financial advisor and figure that out. I want you to start that as well. I have my, um, I don't know what it's called. Like your retirement fund, like your four. Oh, one K. Four one K. Yeah. Through the hospital. Yeah. How much is in there? What are you doing? No idea. I do like 15% of my paycheck. 15%. Wow. It was like the, did you ever selected a fund to go in to? Cause if not, it's just losing money sitting in cash. Well, it's like going into the 401k account. Yeah, but what fund within the 401k is it being invested into? If you haven't selected anything, it's probably just sitting into like... No, it's like going into something. It was like their automatic like thing. I just like clicked on Sometimes that can be something that's like almost just follows cash. I mean, I don't know. I just like did that. 
that's what my dad told me to do. So I just did that. <laughs> okay. Well, what's very clear is that is something it is time to correct. You're going to get control of the swab. You're going to meet with the financial advisor. It's worth it. This 401k, you're going to figure it out. You're not going to be there for very long. So you'll want to roll it over to somewhere else. You, right. Um, you want to figure out what that's in as well, because if this is not making money, it's just losing money from inflation. Yeah. This is pointless at that point. I'm glad it's just putting money aside. I mean, that's good instead of just spending it all. But I think steps from here for you. We test this writing your budget out and following it for a few months, make sure it's working, and then adapt as you need to do. Find better outlets for your being bored, spending money. Once you start applying to medical school, see what the projected next, you know, four years during the school when you're not making money in residency, what right. is the rent, what is food going to be like, what do I need to have stockpiled, and then see if you're able to save anything on the side. And then other than that, we're taking control of SWAB, we're taking control of the $50,000 in your, what it, well, it's like a modeling account, and also understanding your 401k, making sure these are getting put in places that are actually making money. In the $50,000 that... Uh, since it's going to be put towards school, we'd probably just put it in a high-yield saving account where it's at least getting 3 4% and not 0.01%. Oh, it's like the difference between the high-yield and regular. 4% versus 0.01%. Like, how do you, like, do you just, like, go to the bank and say, I want to put it in a high-yield? No, you'll just search up high-yield savings and open something through, like, Marcus or Ally or a lot of different options. There's, like, a million different options now. Okay. Yeah, and you'll just do that online, and you'll just transfer it over just like you transfer anything else. Then... My big fear is just the budgeting. You just gotta, you gotta figure. No one's gonna baby you. Yeah, I know. you have to figure that out and decide if you want to be an adult or not. So far, not. Yeah. Any final thoughts? No, I don't think so. For Alexis, her overall financial situation is not bad at all. Of course, that comes from an extreme place of privilege where her dad is taking care of everything, but that's not a bad thing at all, of course. He has the finances to do so, and if that's what he wants to do, that's great. In there, her spending habits, it may have enabled some of her behavior of not really understanding the value of a dollar just because she spends more than she makes. However, I hope and think this budgeting system might be the first one to work for her if she's more of a visual person and writing everything down. So we wish her the best of luck and we'll follow through in a few months and see if the budgeting has worked and her spending habits have gotten under control. But for now, because there's not a lot of debts, not a lot of bad things, Hammer Financial Score, 6 out of 10. Check out all the fun things in the description, including her socials and my Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe. Thanks.